foundation, I don't know. It takes a little more than what you show, and that's yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Welcome to Bobby Finn Knows Everyone. We are part of the Pull Tab Sports family. Uh, down at uh, the Let's Play Hockey Expo with a couple legends here. But uh, first off, my co-host, Tom Lord, how are you? I'm not a legend, but first off, Tom Lord. All right, that's fine. Nice to <laughs> nice to see you, Bobby. Thanks for having me. Let's talk to the real legends, I guess, because I'm not one of them. Yeah, we got uh, we got one of the iconic guys when I was a kid watching play hockey here for the North Stars. Man, every time the Blackhawks would show up, I'd love watching Jack Carlson kick some ass. <laughs> How are you, Jack? Wow, good, Bobby. Yeah, it was, um, it was always fun. I mean, when you're a, a northern northern kid from Virginia, Minnesota, playing on the North Stars, it was a treat. I loved it. Oh, it was such a treat for us to watch you play. Man. Yeah, thanks. It was great. And also uh, also an icon in, in the hockey world, uh, Yvonne Barrett. How yes, are you? absolutely, yeah. The Denny Lemieux. Denny Lemieux, yes, <laughs> they picked me up. They they went to. They were looking for a short squat French Canadian, <laughs> and they found me. They found you. Yeah, yeah you absolutely. got yeah, fantastic. Thanks, Jack, guys, for coming on with us. You're Appreciate welcome. it, giving us a little time here. Yeah, this is fantastic. Um, uh, Denny Lemieux, Yvonne. How did you get that role? Were you an actor? Were you a hockey player? Did you? No, did they I, say, "Let's yeah. get this guy"? He's I, I was fantastic. an actor. I, I studied at the National Theater School in, in Montreal. Okay. And I had done uh, maybe fifteen uh, French Canadian movies, and they were looking for a French squat French Canadian to portrait the goalie. So they came in Montreal. Uh, the casting director was Mike Fenton, the one who did One Flew Over Cuckoo's Nest. And they spent a week in Montreal, George Royal and him. And uh, they were uh, supported by my friend Donald Pinot, with whom I had done a few movies. And they were there almost uh, for a week. They had auditioned maybe 300 people, but they were not happy with the people they met. And she asked me, would you like to do a movie with Paul Newman? I said, sure. <laughs> but uh, nothing more. And Donald Pilon phoned me and he said, Yvonne, that's very serious. You have to be in Montreal for, for six o'clock tonight. Your plane ticket is at Montjoly Airport. And uh, your plane is at three, so I made it. I took my plane. I landed in Montreal, and I was at the Ritz-Carlton five minutes before six. Called Mr. Mike Fenton at his room, and he said, how did you make it? And da, da, da. We went to have a dinner in a brasserie, but I, I did not knew at all what was that movie all about. <laughs> So he told me the old story. He said, well, the movie starts on you. And he told me the old story during the dinner. And, and after dinner, I went back to his room. I read the script from one cover to the other. And around midnight, I auditioned. We did on the tape recorder the opening scene of the movie. Oh, wow. And he was giving me the lines. And after the few pages of the scene, he started improvising 
And I already had a good idea who was the leader. <laughs> so that was it. Yeah. <sighs> Unbelievable. And have you ever played goalie before? You grew up in Montreal, so you must have played hockey or known about hockey, yeah, right? Just like everybody in Quebec, yeah. I, I knew how to skate at five years old. Okay. I did prepare myself to do my own stunts. <laughs> but I had an accident. We were all on, on a rink not far from Johnstown. The last Saturday before we were going to start shooting on Monday. And I uh, was wearing my equipment for the first time. It wasn't a goal. Uh, George Riela asked everybody not to slap shot me inside the blue line. <laughs> but my friend Jerry Oser was a little <laughs> sure excited. He came 10 feet in front of me and slap shot me. I made the save with the interior part of the knee. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and I was missing a part of equipment. So I fell on the ice, crying. George Royals came to me. He said, are you okay, Ivan? I made the save. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. <laughs> so he sent me to the, to the hospital in Johnstown, in his limousine with, with his driver. They, uh, they brought uh, the Jets doctor, who was familiar with those kind of injuries. And they put me on crutches for three weeks. Okay. So it was impossible for me uh, to get back in the net. And uh, I was doubled by Ron Dawkin, who might be here this weekend. Okay. And uh, he was the Jets goalie. Oh. And he was left hand. And I am right hand. Oh, okay. So it was impossible for me to get back in the goal. Sure. Yeah. You're, once you're and, out, you're uh, out. Universal were not interested. Uh, to see me injured one more time when was enough. Yeah. Hey, they, you, you want the other scenes thing. anyway. You want your speaking scenes and the and the trade me right fucking oh, now scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's where you made that's how you got famous. That's that's the moment you you know the lines. Yes. Yeah, the lines. So, Did you get the lines all the time? People would come up to you and give yes, me the list and I, give me that. Uh, pretty pretty good scenes, uh, even with, with Newman who was my idol uh, at the time. Uh, when we were at the bar. And, uh, That's, I got that down and, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's a fuck. Are you crazy? <laughs> he has a big cock like a whore. <laughs> Newman was starting laughing. We had to remake the scene. <laughs> Did you just drop it on him? You just like, was that ad lib? Or did you make that up as you went? Or was that a script? It was in the script. Oh, that's yeah. great. And he couldn't handle He starts laughing. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I was portraying a French Canadian who speak a very bad English, yeah. and more the movie was going, and George Royal said, Yvonne, be careful, you speak too well. <laughs> oh, it was great. It's like, is he nice to her? Oh, yes, he tell me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, the lines are incredible. You got the best lines in the whole movie. You really do. I mean, yes. Uh, people all around the world use those lines uh, every day. Yeah, it's part of your just vernacular. It's part of your memory. I just, I spit them on all the time. I was like, oh, that's what else from Slapshot. <laughs> yeah, right. That was Denny Lemieux. I even, had, I even had to learn a German line. We did four tours in Germany. I've been in Australia too. In Germany, their favorite line was, who owns the chief? Who owns. owns, yeah. owns. <laughs> but in Germany, it was, 
Wim gehört der Chief. Gehören, gehören. Did you say it like that? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll say that owns all the time. My wife will say, you know, I wonder who owns this car. I'll say owns, owns. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's great. So, I mean, obviously that the role got you to, to be famous everywhere. I mean, it's pretty incredible how that movie is so iconic and it just, it, you could watch it 50 years from now and it would still be incredible. I think so. It's, it's, it's there for very long, you know? Yeah. It was released in 77 in Montreal at the Plaza Alexignon, just close to the old forum. For the premiere, we were in the hall, Alan Nichols, Nancy Dodd, who wrote the script. Yvan Ponton, Jean Tetro. There was a show at 5.30 and the premiere was at 7.30. And uh, I was uh, watching uh, people coming out of the theater where they had, they had fun. The first one to came out of the theater was an Irish guy, maybe 70 years old. <laughs> and he walked straight to me and he said, you're a disgrace for rock. <laughs> oh my God. That was the first. I was thinking an Irishman would be drunk and he'd be a new nice job, right? Oh, he's a disgrace to an Irishman. That's what I say. Because uh, I'm full-blooded Irish, where I like to say that. But yeah. He so, was a huge fan of the Montreal Canadiens. <laughs> and mm -hmm. uh, professional of folk, were offended by the language. Sure. That was it uh, when it was released. Jack, were you a big fan of the Montreal Canadiens? I was. <laughs> yeah. I was. Play, yeah, playing in the Forum was just, I mean, it, I mean, again, you play in Montreal and the, the legacies and the, and the tradition is like, holy buckets, oh, yeah. I'm really here. We had uh, Tom Chorsky on a, about a month ago, and Tom, we asked him, he's played with a lot of different teams. I said, what was the team? And you put on that jersey, you're, you, you were just kind of like, Shock! Yeah. Like I'm putting on this jersey. What jersey was that? And he said Montreal. Yeah, and you know, yeah. and you go to those games, and everybody's dressed, and you know, Yvonne will will attest to this. Everybody's dressed up. They got the suit, the tie. The ladies are all. I mean, it's not you know some, you know, Boston Garden hoodlums or Philadelphia or something. It's they're 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 fans. Yeah, they yeah. really it's are night fans. Out. There. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's an event. Right? It is. Yeah, it is. And it's special, right? Yeah, and, and it's you know, and religion. And there's no, I mean, you have the yeah. players box and then you have the coaches. And then, I mean, just like I can, you know, touch you, Tom, right now. I mean, that's the fans. There's no screen there. There's, you know, there's no netting or plexiglass. I mean, they're they're sitting right there. They hear everything you, you're talking about and saying. Do you ever get hit in the head with keys? Nah, or, no, or a tire iron? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but you know what, fellas, that actually did happen. Though. We were in Utica, New York, you know, in the, in the scene in the movie where I think they threw a keychain at Jeff and you know, he, got hit, he got hit. So we're in Utica, New York. We're playing in the, uh, uh, in the minor leagues and some guy leans over the, the plexiglass and throws just a paper program. I mean, he bought a program at the door and he throws it at and he hits Jeff. Well, Jeff jumps up on the, on, on, on the dash or climbs over the glass and I'm looking at him and I'm thinking, I better follow him. So, so, I, so I jump over the glass. So now we're, we're into it with the fans, get everything all settled down. After the game, the police, the Carlsons. Yep, we got, we got arrested. Did you really? We actually got arrested and we were, we were charged with fifth degree assault 
Okay. <laughs> so nothing, I mean, at that time, nothing happened. Well, Jeff and I had to go back there to Utica, New York that summer in front of the judge. And he reamed our asses. How dare you guys go up there? These are hardworking people and you guys are up there swinging and throwing. You know, we were fined $500 for, for doing money, it. Probably. Oh, okay. We were on a year probation. We came back to Minneapolis, St. Paul. We had to report to a probation officer oh, once shit. a month. <laughs> That's crazy. You know what, fellas, and I, I was looking through some paperwork. I still have the documents. That's we awesome. were on really? probation, yeah. Well, how do they enforce probation when you just beat the shit out of everybody everywhere you went? <laughs> I know. I don't know. <laughs> so you, you and your three brothers, when I was, you know, a big fan of the movie growing up, of course, and then I, you know, as I got older, I looked into it. It felt like the movie was based on you three. Yeah. Like, it was like... The real thing. It was pretty. It wasn't legit. just like, all right, well, there's this movie, and it's a kind of a guy who's trying to, you know, keep playing. No. And it was about you three guys yeah. who just turned the league on its head. Yeah. Well, we uh, uh, Jeff and I and Steve ended up uh, trying out for the Waterloo. Well, yeah, we were in Waterloo, and then we went to the Fighting Saints training camp, and they sent us to Johnstown. And again, we're we're one year apart, and uh, we go to Johnstown, and we find out it's you know Bethlehem Steel. Kind of a white collar, blue collar, you know, town, and and it just took off from there. Yeah. You know, they were, and we started winning, and the way we were winning wasn't probably the the most greatest way to play the game, but it, we got results. Yeah. Uh -huh. I mean, momentum, the ice shifts in your way. I know. When they're on their heels. I know. You got the upper hand for sure. And speaking of hands, when you shook my hand, you got some <laughs> boxing gloves, did not you? Yeah. Big old right, right. I was like, now I know I played fourth line high school. This guy's a North Star. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Um, so your brothers, uh, Jeff, Steve, in the movie. Glad to hear Steve's doing better. He is doing better, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, and you know what, Tom, and I don't know if you guys knew this, but we've all had, thro we've all had throat cancer in the last... I've had it, uh, I'm going on uh, six years since I had it. Then Jeff had it like a week after I, I got it. Wow. And then Steve, uh, we were up in Virginia, Minnesota for, they built a new convention center up there and they were dedicating some of the pictures up there and Jeff and I and Steve were up there. And Steve said to me, he goes, yeah, I've had this, I had this lump right here, Jack. I said, well, how long have you had it? He goes, oh, 11, 12 years. I said, you gotta go get that checked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he goes and gets a check and sure enough, Wow. Throat cancer. Wow. Don't know if it's something growing up on the Iron Range yeah. or, or what it was. Is there a lot of more people up there with it, or is it just you three? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, you know, no idea, but it just, you know, three brothers, one year apart, all get throat cancer. Yeah, genetics are a bitch sometimes. It is. Too, it, right? it really you know, is. You never you yeah. can't get away from it. But we've all kind of overcome it and That's moving great. on. Yeah. Well, happy to hear that. Yeah, thank That's you. Fantastic. So can you brag that you were the most successful Carlson brother? You played for the Stars? Well, you I don't know if I'm most successful. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think I'm as well known as Jeff and Steve. <laughs> you know, well, maybe that's and an okay by thing. the way, this is the, today was the first time I met Yvonne. <laughs> okay. Oh, really? And yeah, I've oh, never met great. him before and uh, it's been a pleasure and uh uh, to do this event at Let's Play Hockey. And uh, this is going to be a fun day. But, uh, you know, for every time that I've, you know, been asked if I was in the movie, I thought, gosh, I wish I had a dollar. Jeez, I wish I had a dollar. <laughs> yeah, right. But you were talking about the, the movie, and I'm a USA hockey referee as well, and I have been for 14 years. And I'm doing a game a couple years ago, and this 11 or 12-year-old little kid, we're at the faceoff, and he looks at me and he says, Hey, ref, were you in the movie Slapshot? I said, no. I said, that was my brother Jeff and Steve. And I said, well, you haven't seen it, have you? He goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> I said, 
I said, you're 12 years old. He goes, yeah, but we were at my grandma and grandpa's one day and they let me watch it. You've got to be kidding me. Yeah, grandpa's going to let them watch <laughs> yeah, it for yeah, sure. Exactly. My kids out snuck and watched it too one time. I'm like, oh my God. Well, they go up to Fargo or they go to Roseau or up in, you know, for those tournaments mm -hmm. up there and, you know, they take the big buses. And that's the movie they play for these kids. Oh like, You've got to be well, kidding I, me. At AP, we went up to War Road, and I <laughs> yeah. watched it. And that was probably, you know, early 80s, mid 80s. Yeah. Yep. You guys had bad parents. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Hey, trade me right fucking now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. Well, this is fantastic that it you is. got to meet him this weekend. Yeah, and, absolutely. And be a part of this. And obviously, this is it's special, right? I mean, hockey, the hockey community is amazing, right? And obviously... Yvonne, you you know you're an actor, but you'd become part of the community because you're so iconic. I know that's you know I never thought to be so close to hockey stars, but when I went to Australia a few years ago, I was with uh, Tiger Williams and Daryl Sittler, two legends. Legends, Canada. yeah, yeah. But with my jersey, Daniel Mew in the back. We entered the uh, Sydney Arena. There were 30,000 people. They did not... They didn't know the other guys. Yeah. <laughs> but when they saw the Neil of you, <laughs> you were the biggest star. Oh, that's but I have the, the best way to live it. When I take my jersey off, nobody. Right. You can get away from me like yeah. Superman. <laughs> Yeah, well, Jack probably gets more looks. You got the, you know, you got the mug. You got the, got the Carlson the mug. mug. Yeah, yep, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So when you, when you're done playing, you know, you got the nose fixed. You got your teeth fixed. You got, you know, you try to look halfway yeah. decent. No luck here. <laughs> <laughs> so how did how did your brothers get involved with that and you didn't? Were you just still playing at the time? Well, no, uh, no. When we were in Johnstown, uh, we had a fellow on our team, uh, Ned Dowd. And uh, Yvonne may know, uh, well, you know Ned. Uh, and uh, his sister started going on the road trips with us. And she'd have a pad of paper in front of the bus and she'd see, you know, going into these, you know, podunk towns, you know, uh, Syracuse and Utica, New York, and we're in, you know, uh, Cape Cod. And, and she would be starting to write the script for, her. you know, she had an idea. Right. Uh, and then what happened was, is I got called up to the... Uh, to the Fighting Saints back in the day. And then, um, the long story short, um, when the season ended, or I'll take that back, the Fighting Saints had folded. And I uh, ended up going up to Northern Minnesota waiting for uh, somebody to call me to come and play. Uh, my brother Jeff called and said, Jeff, they want you to come down here in Johnstown. Uh, they're gonna be making this movie and they want you to be in it. And I said, Jeff, so how long am I gonna be there? I don't know. Jeff, how much am I gonna make? Uh, I have no idea. I said, Jeff, I'm not just going to jump on an airplane and just come down there. And, you know, sure. he goes, well, I'll have somebody give you a call. Well, I waited, I waited, waited, waited. Nobody called. Uh, Edmonton had en ended up calling me saying, Jack, we want you to come up and finish the season up here. I said, when do you want me? He goes, well, we play tomorrow night. So I ended up going to Edmonton. Sure. And then <clears throat> after the game, there was a, a call from one of the producers and said, you know, hey, you want, we, we want you to come down here and be the third uh, Hanson brother and blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, I already committed here. Yeah. Right. They said, well, that's okay. They said, um, you know, we'll get somebody else. And Dave Hanson did a wonderful job. Yeah, I mean, he was, he was just amazing. 
He's he he fits it perfectly. Yes, he does. Same Paul boy. <laughs> yeah, same yeah. Paul boy, and yeah. uh, you know, same color hair as me, and almost same height and weight. So that, it was good. Played the same way, which yes. is always good. With the glasses on. With yeah. the glasses they on. Were, yeah. They were, oh gosh, that that scene where the ref is yelling at when the national anthem's going yeah. on. Oh, oh that my was. Yeah. The, I was standing in the net, looking at that referee. Who, didn't knew how to skate and he was unable <laughs> to stop them. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, you know, Yvonne, the referee was our coach in Johnstown. Really? Yeah, he was the coach. He looked like a mean somebody. I know. I know. <laughs> the the referee anyway, scolding was... him during the national anthem. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, real quick, let's get in a couple of promotions and talk about our, our favorite sponsors because we really appreciate you guys putting us on. So the first one is Jimmy Salad Dressings and Dips. Um, Jimmy's makes amazing salad dressings and dips. And just to prove it, they've got chunky blue cheese um, dressing that obviously goes well on salads. Um, but if you're a guy like me and you like buffalo wings, perfect to dip it in. Um, also great to put on sandwiches. And if you're a Midwesterner like we are, not you, Mr. Uh, Yvonne Barrett, you're a Canadian. But what we do is we mix the chunky blue cheese and French dressing together. I don't know why we do it here in Minnesota, but we do it and it's fantastic. You got to <laughs> check it out. Uh, that's Jimmy's Salad Dressings and Dips. It can be found at Cub Foods and Hy-Vee. Um, and like Bobby Finn always says, don't you be messing with the dressing. That's right. Um, and then our other sponsor here is Joe Mama Salsa. Joe Mama's Salsa is made in right here in um, the Twin Cities area in River Falls. And it starts a little bit sweet and it ends a little bit hot. It's like taking your mouth on a flavor wave. Um, it is really good salsa. They have five different styles. And the best thing about Joe Mama Salsa is they are there to help you with your sports team. So if you want fundraising, you can sell Joe Mama's and they'll give you a basically half back to your team. Um, it's great for shore, uh, store, sorry. It's great for shelves. Um, and it's not like pizzas where you have to put it in the in the freezer and it fills up your freezer. Uh, nope, you can just put it on your shelf. It, it's great for shelf space and you can just load up and make that money for your team and they will give it right back to you. So managers of lacrosse teams, hockey teams, baseball teams coming up, softball teams, give Joe Mamas a call, check out their website and you can sell Joe Mamas. Um, they are the official salsa of hockey. Is that a weird thing? The official salsa of hockey? It's kind of cool. That is weird. Yeah. That is weird. And it's kind of cool, right? Right yeah. here in Minnesota. So that's Joe Mama's. Get out and buy it. Check them out. <laughs> and Duke Cannon. Duke Cannon products. Got the hair flow. We got the hockey hair, Jack. You like the hockey hair? I do like the hockey yeah. hair. They got uh, Duke, I see it all the time. Yeah, they got the Duke Cannon uh, serious flow for the big the nice. hockey hair. All Very these good. kids are going a little nuts with the hockey hair yeah. these days. But Duke Cannon's products work harder, smell better. Uh, you can buy it at Target and DukeCannon.com. Uh, put in a pull tab 10 for a 10% discount. So thanks, Duke Cannon. Um, and we'll do one more here. Uh, we got Will Anderson Insurance. So Will Anderson is a guy who's always there for you. Picks up the phone when you when you call him. When you need an insurance guy, you don't want to have to sit on hold and wait and go through the big conglomerates. Willie Anderson is there for you. Willie Anderson's a high school hockey player himself or was at the time Good with player. White Bear Lake. Great player. Um, and he'll talk hockey with you. He'll talk insurance with you. He does it all from home, auto, commercial. Willie Anderson's there, um, a local guy um, who's great for insurance. So that's Willie Anderson. Um, give him a call. Check him, check him out online. Um, the hockey here. Are you, like, impressed every year at the hockey here? We're, we're all here at the state tournament right now um, at, the, at the Hockey Expo. Yeah. And 
you know what? I mean, I, I think over the years, uh, uh, you know, I, I played hockey with, uh, against uh, Barry Melrose, and he's brought it up on ESPN, and they'll uh, they'll actually have the footage in that, and I think it's absolutely fantastic. <laughs> and you know what? I'm sure these kids thinking that they might have a chance for the state tournament. They start growing it and growing it and growing it. And if they get there, that's great. If not, um, if it's not the hockey here, they, they, they change their hair all to blonde or, yeah. or whatever. Oh, so they're shaving it bald now. They're shaving it yeah. bald and... Uh, Dreadlocks you know, and everything else. But you know what? It's a team thing. It's a camaraderie. It's, uh, you know, all for one, one for all. Yeah. Your generations, I feel like, started it, right? Because even in the yeah. movie Slapshot, these guys have the, the wings and the, yeah. the the hair and the... But it's, you know what, though, Tom? When, when I was growing up, I've got an, an older brother uh, and Jeff and Steve, so there was four of us. So, you know, growing up in Virginia, Minnesota, my dad would drop us off in front of the barber shop, okay, and give us a dollar, okay? We'd go in, he'd drive around the block, <laughs> and when he, when he came around the block, we were all standing there and we all had our hair cut. So, so there you go. He kept it you clean, know, huh? Kept it clean. So then when we got done, you know, when we got out of school and graduated, I thought, you know what? I'm growing my hair. <laughs> Dad's not around anymore <laughs> to tell me what to do. <laughs> what I love about Slapshot, which is different than other hockey movies, is it looked like it wasn't it was choreographed in a way that felt believable or believable enough for like the handsome brothers to go and tear it up out there. But guys could skate and they're making plays where there's some movies you cut to like the actor and they're kind of like barely skating and they you could tell like, oh, that guy doesn't know how to skate. skate though. But, but, they, but, but you but, watch that scene when the, when the handsome brothers take off out there and well, it was like full steam. But I, you know, I, I talked to Jeff and Steve about that at one, uh, one time back in the day. And he said, you know, they would have to get up in the morning, 7 a.m., put their equipment on and sit there. And then Joy, George Roy Hill would say, we're going to do this scene now. I mean, they never followed the script. Well, Jeff and Steve and Dave probably didn't follow, you know, couldn't. I mean, they could read, but they, didn't, you know, they weren't following the script and they were having trouble. Finally, they said, let them just ad lib. OK, yeah, that makes sense. And then they started ad libbing stuff. And there you went. You know, because those those the moves are believable. You know, like they whack the guy off the stick, or he, he slew foots, yeah. slew foots the ref is like, you yeah, know, you can't. I don't think a Hollywood choreographer would know no. that kind of stuff. No. It looked like they were doing it like their style. Yes, but we were a bunch of hockey players and actors, and everybody helped each other. Yeah, in the way they could. Mm -hmm. We help hockey players to become good actors. Yeah, actors. they help us. To become hockey players. Yeah. And that makes a good team. Yeah. We like yeah. brothers. Well, even the, the acting was great with your brothers. I thought they acted Absolutely. really good. Yeah, I was like, God, this Absolutely. is this is on. Yeah, no, it's you guys did it's like I said, it's it's fantastic. You can watch that show all the time and it never gets old. You can, I'm telling you, I'm I'm having visions of having a couple of beers with you after this <laughs> and sitting at the bar going, hey. <laughs> You've been happy. <laughs> You've been happy. <laughs> the film uh, does not age very much, but the actor does. <laughs> that's all a of little us, bit. though. That's all of us. A little us. bit. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So, Jack, give us a little bit about, you know, um, you played during the golden era of the North Stars, um, played against some big rivalries, yeah. some, some big games. Uh, what were some of your favorite memories of uh well, uh, as I said earlier, you know, just, you know, getting traded from Hartford to Minnesota was was a huge treat. 
And then, uh, you know, when we got here, we, you know, we started to have some pretty good players on our team and ended up in 1981 going to the Stanley Cup Finals against the Islanders. And that was the second year they'd won the Stanley Cup. And again, a lot of people uh, that I talked to, you know, they remember the game in Boston. You know, a little story about that oh, is... Incredible. Um, the North Stars never won in the Boston Gardens. They were old... 36 and five or something over there, you know, I mean, they never won there. So <clears throat> the coach at the time was, uh, was uh, Glenn Sonmore, general manager is Louie, Lou Nanny. So Lou's in, uh, in Vancouver and Glenn calls him that afternoon and said, Glenn, or Louie, Glenn here goes, yeah, what's going on? He says, well, after tonight's game against the Bruins, you may be getting a call from the commissioner of the league. He goes, what are you talking about? He goes, well, here's what we're going to do, okay? And Louis says, Glenn, you got to do what you got to do. So, of course, Glenn, he comes in and says, you know, we're going to make a stand tonight. We may be playing these guys in the playoffs, so we're going to make a stand tonight. Well, and then, you know, away it went, 400 and whatever, 432 penalty minutes. <clears throat> we lost 5 nothing. I never saw a head coach be as happy as Glenn Sommer was that night, losing five nothing. That was, that was then, about a six-hour-long game. Yeah, wasn't and it? then we ended up playing them in the in the playoffs, and it was a best of five. First two games in Boston, we beat them twice there. Come back to Minnesota, sweep them. Got in their heads, right? Yeah. I mean, it was it was amazing. I remember that game, and yeah. I was pretty young, and I, I remember it. it was like six hours long. It was nonstop fights. Yeah, nonstop. Yeah, it was great. You know, but you had to. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, you, you either got to stand good. up, or you or, or you're gonna, you know, it's gonna keep right. going. You, they're too good, so you gotta yeah. take them down. Yeah, so that was fun. But, well, guys. Got any, I mean, you guys got any more stories you want to tell? I'd love to hear more. We can sit here all night. Yeah, we might be here for a while. I'll take up too much of your time. Like I said, I'd love if you guys are open to it. I'd love to buy you a couple beers. And um, But if uh, if nothing, I just want to say thank you again. Well, thank you. Thanks for Appreciate inviting it. us. This is, uh, Appreciate it. Yeah. This is an honor. This is a big-time honor. This is fantastic. But like uh, we can hear on, we can be heard on all platforms, social media platforms, uh, podcasts, and uh, Spotify, Apple, YouTube. And uh, be good. Don't be a dick. <laughs> See, I, I screwed that up. Sorry. Uh, just be a good person. Do the yeah. right things. Go help people. Don't hurt people. And most of all, don't be a yeah. dick. Be a, be a dick. And if you're going to be one, be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah.